Hi, I'm Margie Nomura and welcome to another episode of our side dish, The Dream Dinner Party. This is a mini episode where we invite a guest to tell us all about their dream dinner party. They're allowed to invite four guests and that's really because I think personally five people is the optimum number for a really great dinner party. And they're also going to be talking us through their dream menu. What are they going to be serving to these dream guests? My guest this week is Nina Parker. Nina is a London-based chef and food writer. She currently has three cookbooks and she makes the most delicious collection of sauces under her brand name, Saucy. If you haven't come across them before, they're plant-based jars of sorcery. Yes, I went there. And they're made for dripping, drizzling, and frankly, smothering over everything. There's a chili oil, a chili sambal, a peanut salsa, and a smoked pesto. You can get them all from Nina's website, and I'm going to put the link for that in the show notes. I personally love sauces like these because they're just something that can elevate the everyday. You know, you can put them with something really simple like scrambled egg, and you just drizzle over some sauce, and in an instant, you've turned it into something really special. And I love that kind of thing. So I highly recommend you check them out. I love chatting to Nina and hearing all about her dream dinner party. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so happy that you're all enjoying it so much. Without further ado, here is Nina's dream dinner party. At the moment, I'm in a small flat and the thought of having a dinner party maybe makes me a bit anxious, but I usually do quite like throwing them and I love trying out dishes on my friends and So even though it is work, in a way, I sort of live and breathe food so much that it's going to overlap. So, But I do enjoy it, but I haven't done that a lot lately for my friends. Well, yeah, unless they want to pay you, then um, it's not happening at the moment because you're so busy. Yeah, so it's been a bit busy. So Nina, welcome to your dream dinner party. Let's begin by talking about your guest list. Who would you like to invite to the dream dinner party? So Roger Federer would be there um and I'm a massive tennis fan so he'd come yes so then um Rasheen Murphy is a new person Mm. I thought would be going because I think she's incredible and I would have um Jonah Hill and uh maybe Grayson Perry would be my fourth one this is shaping up to be an excellent dinner party So I know that you're a huge tennis fan and you've been a fan of Rogers forever. Do you worry about meeting someone who's been such a hero of yours? Like, do you think he's going to live up to the expectation? That is so funny that you know that I love him. But yeah, I think (laughs) I've I've pictured maybe meeting him. I mean, you know, I could sort of meet pretty much most chefs and I wouldn't get nervous or like that they were famous, but I respect them. Like Roger... The love runs deep for my whole family as well. So um, I think I would be nervous. I don't know what I my first opening line. I mean, I would love to cook for him. That's what I've always said. I would love to cook for him one day. I know he likes pasta. So, so yeah. is this dream dinner party basically just an elaborate ruse just to meet Roger? Pretty much, yeah. I think he'd like it as well. So I, I'm definitely got him in mind. I mean, you've got to think about the guests, right? Well, I'd love Jonah there. I think he's 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 great. I feel like they would get on quite well. I feel like this is shaping up to be a good one. When you go to a dinner party, what do you think the best gift is that you can take to a hostess? Well, I would probably hope that I could maybe bring my sources. That would be one thing. I, I personally like receiving edible gifts. 
I mean, wine is obviously nice. Not going to say no to a yummy natural wine or something like that, or any wine actually. But I think that I I don't know. I love like a good olive oil or pantry stuff, delicious olives. That's for me. I prefer that than getting chocolates or anchovies would be good too. Yeah, I'm with you. Something edible. It shows a lot of thought has got into it. So in terms of, I think I know the answer to this because you are a professional cook, but when you're planning a dinner party, do you plan the menu far in advance? Like when you're inviting the guests, do you already know what you're going to be feeding them or go with how you're feeling on the day and 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 do it that way? I wish I could say I was really organized, but it is very much oh, where can I swing by and grab some bits? And what have I got in my fridge in the morning? And there's always bits around uh, good condiments and, you know, paste of some kind, pestos and harissa paste, all that kind of stuff. So I love cooking seasonally um, and I get the most kind of inspiration that way. It sounds very romantic, but if I go to the grocer and I'm like, oh, what do they have? But I really like that way of cooking and I, I'm practiced in it with Instagram anyway. Um, so I feel that's actually quite a nice way to go. And uh, I try to keep things veggie as well. When I have a dinner party, I try to inflict my veggie reviews on people. So, and then they end up thinking, oh, it's actually quite nice being having a veggie something. Mm, to surprise someone by the fact that they don't miss the meat is very satisfying. I think that way of doing a dinner party shows that you do do this professionally because I think that would fill quite a lot of people with horror <laughs> because knowing that you've got people coming in the evening and waking up in the morning and not knowing what you're going to feed them, I think some people might find that quite stressful but that is the mark of a brilliant chef like you Nina and as you say that's that's your whole ethos of cooking what time do you ask people for and what time do you actually want them to arrive um that's a great question I ask them for 7 30 and hope they'll arrive at 8 because I'm probably not quite finished see Nina but how would we know that when we got the invite for 7 30 if you're very prompt and on time I would be at your house at 7 30 stressing you out I'll tell you what drives me nuts is when people come before that before the time and it's like well no mate what are you doing like some people are like oh can I come at 6 30 and I'm like well no there's a hell of a lot going on no. at 6 30 don't come and uh, I just try and ignore them yeah the doorbell goes it's not going to be answered until the time that was on the invite <laughs> but maybe if Roger wanted to come a little bit earlier you might be able to bend the rules for him 100% Roger could come into the dinner whenever that's fine <laughs> okay I'm liking the sound of this so all of the guests have now arrived Jonah Hill is probably I'm guessing going to be the last to arrive but are you going to serve drinks are you serving canapes how do you begin your dream dinner party so my dream dinner party would firstly be in the south of France. Is that cool? Yes, of course. Uh, I thought it could be on the beach, which is something I've wanted to do uh, with a nice table on the beach. And there's this place um, called Sana, which has the most incredible golden hour light. And I thought maybe we could have like an aperitif around there with some local rosé that kind of vibe would be the starter. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yes, barefoot in the sand. Yeah, just, you know, laid back kind of vibe, but in a really beautiful setting. And it's just the, the way the light is at that time in that area, it's honestly so beautiful. It's very rustic and there's a pizza place and 
Yeah, it's very cute. So are you going to serve some of the local pizza as a little canapé maybe? Well, so I thought, just because of some fancy guests here, I thought I'd push the bowl out a little bit more and I'd do um, kind of a crudité, like because it's hot, you know, it's the summer, maybe something very fresh, uh, the anchoyard, which is the sort of anchovy dip would be nice. So you could dip that with the crudité, which I thought would be nice. Maybe some... Uh, well, I thought maybe something like arancini balls, but keep it simple. I don't want people to get too full at the beginning. Um, and and then, as I say, like a nice rosé to start um, from like local. Yeah, gorgeous. And in terms of the music, do you think about the playlist? Like, are you setting the whole vibe for the evening? Well, I love my music. Yeah. I love the Gypsy yeah. Kings. And I thought maybe something Gypsy Kings could be quite nice. Yeah, I'm picturing as it's the dream dinner party, not just to play the Gypsy Kings. Are you going to actually have them live there and, and, and playing to you all? Yes, they will be there playing live. Okay. They used to play in that area a lot in the 60s. Uh, so I think it's sort of appropriate to have them there be nice it would be a nice warm-up um before things like kick off later goodness it sounds gorgeous it's nearly time to sit down and have the starter where's everyone gonna sit this is a good question i like it when you mix up after the main but we're close you know it's only four gas yeah. so i think that's the reason for choosing five people in total is that you can have these group conversations and you're not stuck just next to one person so it's a group thing isn't it yeah there's going to be a lot of good conversation flying about the place is there anything that you're dying to ask any of the guests like is there one topic of conversation you just would love to hear them all talking about well firstly Roisin Murphy I think she's just the coolest right and I think she just would have some amazing stories I feel like she would just be like non-stop bringing good vibes and hilarious stories um, and I've heard so many podcasts with her recently and I saw her recently a few, um, like a couple of months ago and she was just so cool. You know, I feel like she, she'd just be bringing banter and maybe her and Jonah would be just like buzzing off each other. I mean, I don't think Fed will be a joker, but I think that he'll just have great stories, you know, every so often you might get a good little quip from him. Uh, Grayson, I think would just like bring some big topics and probably be very controversial which I think could be quite funny um so yeah I think you just like the rosé will be flowing and I think it'll just get out of control to be honest yeah I don't think with that particular group you're gonna have to worry about struggling for topics of conversation I think it's gonna heat up pretty quickly isn't it (laughs) So it's now time for the starter. What are you serving for a starter? So the starter, I wanted it just to kind of be veggie, simple. Um, I've been doing recently actually a kind of um, caramelised fennel and like a labneh. Um, so you'll have the labneh and then maybe the fennel and roast tomatoes and maybe some kind of simple pesto as well with that I just want it to be fresh local Mm. and still keep down the veggie route well even though there was anchovies there but yeah Yeah, that sounds gorgeous and at this point is everyone still on the rosé great question um I think we've now moved on to some wine options um I'm not a massive wine drinker but they're definitely going to have it I think maybe keep it local 
you know, still keep it French and um, simple, you know, they can, they can choose that. Yeah. I think we'll keep on the wine. Okay. They've demolished that delicious starter and it's now time to move on to the main course. What are you serving? So for the main course, I was imagining having a sort of barbecue on the side and there's some guy helping putting some lobster on there, maybe some um, oysters as well. Um, and I like the idea of it still being rustic, but a bit chic and and just have loads of yummy, fresh lemon aioli and some kind of, and then also you could put some grilled vegetables on there. I'd go down that kind of route and buttery lobster, that kind of situation. Gorgeous. Have the Gypsy Kings by this point joined the dinner table or have you moved on to a different entertainment now? The Gypsy Kings are still playing, I think, but they're, you know, they're like getting involved a little bit. We've given them some drinks of, and they're like, they're tucking in, yeah. they're having some lobster too. Um, and a couple of them are telling us about the stories, you know, from back in the day, like they used to hang out with Bridget Bardo and you know, the times back then. This is sounding very cool. Okay, now, what are you serving at the dream dinner party for your pudding? I'm a massive pudding person and I love cakes, ice cream, everything, but I like it to be quite classic. I I think weird flavours with that doesn't really do it for me. And because of where we are, I think it's got to be a touch with the which is the cake of Saint-Tropez. And for anyone that doesn't know, it's this like light brioche um, two layers and then inside it's got a very fluffy almond um, cream creme patissiere and it's just delicate and I'd get I know the bakery I'd get and get a massive one as well yeah also I feel like not that many people have tried it and it's quite fun at a dinner party to serve something especially at the end that kind of surprises people yeah no it's a goodie for sure and I mean I do love I was thinking of chocolate mousse as well and then I thought, no, let's keep things a bit lighter. It's summery. Are you a cheese person? I am a cheese person, but not really the cheese course. No, I I would always pick dessert over the cheese course. Cheese for me is another time. Okay. You'd never do dessert followed by cheese. I never say never, but I definitely... (laughs) Yeah, I'm usually at capacity by then. So, um, but no, I mean, there's always room on a small shelf somewhere for some quince jam and maybe some like pecorino. But I think, you know, we would we don't want to be like too full of this thing. That's a very diplomatic way of you saying, no, Margie, absolutely not. I do not want to serve a cheese course. Stop badgering me with cheese. <laughs> so the, the pudding's now been eaten. I'm curious, what's going to happen at the end of the meal? How's the evening going to progress? Is there going to be dancing are there going to be games what drinks do you move on to set the scene for us so definitely I feel like there's going to be dancing so I think you know there's going to be a dance floor that just like you know gets set up and again on the beach you've got to dance on the beach right and it's warm and we're going to hit the margarita table And then, I mean, I wouldn't say no to like also organising some maybe dirty martinis, but I feel like margaritas give it a bit of like a bit more fun and zhuzh. Um, And then there'll be a DJ set up and Roshi might get involved because I'm sure by that stage she's going to want to sing something live, right? 
And then I saw DJ Cozy recently, so I think I'd probably call him up. And he and he's also produced her latest album, so they're mates. So I think that would be just... perfect. Yeah, so I feel like then things would really kick off. But it would be maybe sort of disco and then soulful, and then we go into light dance. I love this, especially for such a small number. <laughs> How do you think Jonah Hill's going to react to this? Jonah's going to be well up for it. He, this is his thing, you know? <laughs> he's going to be doing, I'm sure he's got some like great dance moves up his sleeve, like maybe routines. Yeah. I don't know. I thought because we're, we're not that far from Saturday Town, so maybe like some of his mates might be around. He could bring them. I feel like things might get a bit bigger, you know? We could invite more people at that stage. Oh, he's really good friends with Leonardo DiCaprio and he's obviously on a yacht. I reckon Leonardo's about to show up I know this is slightly different because this is a beach barbecue but in terms of a traditional dinner party are you the kind of person that has to get everything organized when the guests leave or do you just call it a night and think of it as tomorrow's problems it depends how I'm feeling it depends how many drinks I've had as well if I'm going out after the dinner which sometimes happens I'm gonna leave it and deal with that in the next day but yeah, I if I sometimes I've had pop-ups at my house and I have a real thing that I need to just do it all in that night. I guess that's when it's a work thing, which a pop-up is, even if it's really fun, it's a work thing and therefore you sort of go into that mindset. But then if it's just purely fun and you're going out afterwards, obviously you don't want to have to think about that. Of all the dinner guests that you've invited to your dream dinner party, who do you think you'd be most likely to keep in touch with? So most likely to keep in touch with Oh, that's a tough one because I feel like I should choose Fed, right? Like as much as I respect him and his what he's done, but actually like going out after, I feel like Jonah or Rasheen might be a good contact. But then it's a tough one, but I probably choose Jonah. I feel like you respect Federer the most, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have the most in common apart from the love of tennis. One thing I would definitely ask him is, could he please give me a lesson? Oh, yeah. That's what he can do when he arrives an hour early. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and and I'll be totally ready for a knockout by that point. Yeah. <laughs> Nina, that was your dream dinner party. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. God, I can't wait for this dinner party. So there we have it. Nina's dream dinner party is over. The food has been eaten. The guests have gone home. I do hope you enjoyed today's episode and make sure you're subscribed to catch all episodes of the dream dinner party and Desert Island Dishes. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.